I want, I want, I want me, 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 mine, 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 now, now, now. You know you're responsible for what you hear. You know you're responsible for what you hear. Welcome to Thoughts from Meharry Head, the weekly podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 104 of Thoughts from Meharry Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. This week, I'm going to talk about how Jeff Sessions is just like Rachel Maddow. Several years ago, liberal MSNBC host Rachel Maddow put together a 14-minute segment that was titled Confederates in the Attic. And basically, it was your typical left-wing smear on state nullification, on any efforts to block unconstitutional federal actions. Um, It was a train wreck of historical inaccuracy and showed complete lack of understanding of uh, America's founding principles. It was basically the dumpster fire you would expect something uh, Rachel Maddow came up with. That's exactly what it ended up being. So earlier this week, conservative U.S. Attorney General Jeff Sessions attacked nullification. And i got to be honest with you, he sounded pretty much just like Maddow. Now, this was all related to an announcement that the federal government plans on suing the state of California over its sanctuary state policies. Basically, what they're doing in California is refusing to cooperate with or support federal immigration enforcement. So they're not actually blocking the feds. They're not, you know... um, you know, arresting federal agents or anything like that. They're just not using their own state and local resources to assist with immigration enforcement. And honestly, since 1842, the Supreme Court has held this is perfectly legitimate. I mean, this is the anti-commandeering doctrine, and it is a key part of federalism. It's uh, essentially the courts have held, and this is constitutionally legitimate, one of the few constitutionally legitimate things the Supreme Court maybe has ever come up with. But um, since 1842, the, the court has held that the federal government cannot force a state or a local jurisdiction to utilize its resources or its personnel to enforce a federal law or implement a federal program. And this is an extremely important legal principle that gives states some level of power to block and stop the enforcement of federal laws. And it's important to understand that this isn't just unconstitutional federal laws. The state and local governments have ultimate control over their own resources. So they can use them as they see fit. So they can not enforce something, even if it's perfectly constitutional. So anyway, 
this has made the uh, the attorney general and, and Trump supporters quite angry because, of course, they are very anti-immigrant. And so the federal government's going to sue the state of California. And Jeff Sessions decided he was going to pontificate a little bit about nullification. And this is what he said. He said, there is no nullification. There is no secession. Federal law is the supreme law of the land. I would invite any doubters to go to Gettysburg, to the tombstones of John C. Calhoun and Abraham Lincoln. This matter has been settled. So, yeah, that's pretty much what Maddow said. Uh, in fact, it's kind of funny. Maddow also brought up John C. Calhoun. And everybody that's against nullification, they always bring up Calhoun. And I don't really understand this because, I mean, yeah, he was a central figure in the tariff crisis in the 1830s. And he did come up with, uh, quite frankly, what I think is, is a bastardized and uh, illegitimate conception of nullification. He he came up with an application of the principles that I don't think that the principles actually support. Um, but they always bring up John C. Calhoun. Now, Thomas Jefferson and James Madison were really the first people to formalize the principles of nullification. Jefferson was the first person to use the word nullification directly. These people never mention Thomas Jefferson or James Madison. It's always John C. Calhoun. They act like he made up the whole idea. And the truth of the matter is you can go all the way back to the ratifying conventions, and you can find talk of this idea that if the federal government oversteps its bounds, that the states would be exonerated from it. This is nullification, the idea that states can simply ignore unconstitutional acts. And James Madison took it a step further in Federalist 46. He said that uh, when the federal government commits an unwarrantable act or even a warrantable act that happens to be unpopular, the states could resist that by a refusal to cooperate with officers of the union. So, you know, this this idea that California is using, this isn't anything new. This goes all the way back to 1798. It goes back to the Alien and Sedition Acts. Northern states use this exact same approach to protect fugitive slaves. So this is something that has a long and rich history, but it's always John C. Calhoun, and I'll tell you why. There's two reasons. Number one, Calhoun was a slaver, and the fact that he was a slaver, well, that discredits everything the man ever said, uh, apparently. You know, it's this horrible logical fallacy that so many Americans seem to have that if you disagree with one thing that the individual said or did, no matter what, then everything else they said is invalid, and that's just not true. The truth of the matter is John C. Calhoun was a a vice president of the United States. He was a senator. He was a brilliant political thinker. Now, you might not agree with everything that he wrote. I don't agree with everything he wrote. But the fact that he held slaves doesn't invalidate any of his other political theory. But people like to use Calhoun because, well, if anybody knows anything about him, it's, a, it's that he was a slaveholder, so therefore he's bad, so therefore nullification must be bad too. So it's a guilty by association kind of thing. And I honestly think another reason that they always bring up Calhoun is the fact that the poor man had tuberculosis late in life. And the, and the older picture of him, he looks like a deranged maniac. You know, that's the one that Rachel Maddow used. Now, if you go back and look at some of his photo, uh, paintings when he was younger, he was a, he was a nice looking gentleman. But uh, in the later days, his hair was kind of wild and he looked kind of crazy. So again, it's this way of associating nullification with something that is bad. So anyway, uh, 
Sessions' little rant about nullification is pretty much exactly like Rachel Maddow's. And this brings up an interesting point, or proves an interesting point, something that I've been saying for a long time. There's this place where the left and the right meet and are very comfortable with each other. And that's this idea that the United States is this national government, that everything emanates from D.C., that the Supreme Court is the final arbiter in everything, and that essentially the states are just counties and they have to damn well do whatever the federal government wants them to do. And the left and right actually agree on this point. And the, and the truth of the matter is they both want to use federal power when it suits their needs. So you've got all these conservatives that for you know eight years of Obama, they were, oh, yeah, nullification. We're going to nullify all these horrible things that Obama's doing and all these executive orders. And, and now these same people today, they don't really care that Trump is using executive orders to implement tariffs or uh, you know walking all over the anti-commandeering doctrine. They're more concerned with the fact that there may be some immigrants – that are not being deported in California, they're more concerned about that than the fact that the federal government is growing in power and in scope. And, and that's really not very conservative, now is it? And of course, you have the same type of hypocrisy on the left. You've got all of these people that three or four years ago were all cheering Rachel Maddow and, and making fun of nullification and ranting about John C. Calhoun, and now all of a sudden, they're all for nullification because it's being used for a policy that... They want protected. So you have this hypocrisy on both the left and the right, and Jeff Sessions really just kind of proves it. You've got Jeff Sessions, you got Rachel Maddow, and they both have the same philosophy. They may be disagreeing on policy, but their philosophy is fundamentally the same, and I hope yours isn't. Now, there's one other aspect of this I want to bring up uh, before I close out this podcast, and that's this absurd notion that Sessions drums up that the matter has been settled. You know, it's this whole the Civil War settled secession, the Civil War settled nullification. This is ridiculous. You don't settle something by hitting somebody in the face. So basically what this is like, and I, and I did a video on this the other day for Facebook Live. Basically what people that hold this view are saying is that if you hit somebody hard enough and make them change their mind, then that settles the entire argument. So imagine for a minute that you decide that the sky is green, and you come up to me and you say, hey, Mike, the sky is green. I'm like, no, man, the sky is blue. The sky is not green. What, are you smoking crack? And you say, no, it's it's green, damn it. And and so we get in an argument, and I'm insisting that it's blue, and you're insisting on it's green. And finally, you put me in a headlock, and you start punching me in the head. And finally, I say, okay, okay, dude, I, I, I give. I, man, it, the sky's green, whatever. Just stop hitting me. Does that settle the matter of the color of the sky? Because the fact that I relented under your pummeling mean that the issue is settled? Of course not. The sky's still not green. I've just acquiesced because you were hurting me. This is not any kind of way to, to argue or debate policy. The fact that Abraham Lincoln was able to subdue the South with superior military might doesn't do anything to settle a constitutional legal matter. But the problem is, is these people can't go back to the founding documents. They can't go back to the Constitution. They can't go back to the structure of the United States as it was really intended and prove that nullification and secession are illegitimate. So they have to go to the Civil War and they have to invoke Abraham Lincoln and his guns and they have to say the 
issue is settled because, well, they were able to kill, uh, you know, millions of people. So this is absurd, and this is a, a way of thinking that everybody should reject. Hitting somebody does not settle anything. Didn't we learn that in kindergarten? Well, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from a Hairy Head. We're another 10 minutes closer to freedom. I really appreciate you listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, do me a favor and spread the word. And feel free to send me any thoughts or ideas at michael.meharry at 10thamendmentcenter.com. And if you haven't done so already, please head over to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast for free. And if you've done it, then leave me a good review. That will help expand my reach. Thanks again for listening.